People like People like games What's up, what's up? And welcome back to Season 2 of People Like Games. As you can tell, we have a brand new intro theme song. We're riding a new vibe here. Exactly, exactly. It feels right. It felt right. Season 2. New things. New things. New things coming at you. Seriously, but if you don't know, it's Lilo's fucking birthday week. And yeah, baby. Turning that you, big 42. No one would no know. One would know. <laughs> no one would know. So it could be 42. You can't tell or 18 by the challenge voice, but don't worry. 28 or 79. Somewhere or in between. Something. You'll never know. But yeah. it'll be on Thursday, so we'll be recording. So we're going to do a Lilo special. So uh, basically, Lilo That's gets to great. plan the episode. We're scrapping the usual means. And. The episode gets to, Lilo gets to choose the episode format for Thursday, and it's, so or, or for Friday's right, episode. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be the Lilo special. It's uh, it's going to be so much Seriously. better than what you're listening to, and don't Seriously. be worried about it. Um, yeah, look forward to it. But we digress. I'm Obviously, I'm Lilo, and he's Lilo. <laughs> there you go. And uh, this. Fuck it, you know by Welcome now, so even again. the you don't know by now, we may just drop that shit at this point, because... That's true, that's true, you should know at this point, but also you should know that you can find us on these particular at places, people hit, like him, games hit on solo. Twitter, and you can subscribe and leave a review, and the usual disingenuously positive, re- I guess, words? Subs- Disingenuously positive. positive. Hopefully, just just, just give, give us, us positive reviews. reviews. Positive reviews. Yeah, constructive criticism. Obviously, shit on us if you have to, but still give us five stars. So like, Seriously. it'd be cool. Uh, we want to get on that top twenty-five, top two hundred fifty, whatever it is list. And uh, yeah, because you to oh yeah, yes. on SoundCloud, uh, Anchor, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, everything but Spotify title, which we'll, we'll solve soon. We'll solve soon, and. Uh, just a quick note as to our season two title. We're going to be calling this Top 200 because this uh, this podcast is going to be the iTunes Top 200 by the end of the season. <laughs> calling shots, calling Hell shots, yeah. calling shots. And just to make That's my a- point pretty clear, we're just going to go with a, a nice little... Oh, okay. Yeah, we got the sound bites coming up. Uh, just to give you a rundown of what to expect. Let's see. We'll find. We'll find out if that works uh, in post production. <laughs> there you go. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, uh, coming up in this episode, you got next subject to change. Iterative. Iterative. Stuff. Baby. Uh, we got some quick scope articles. Uh, we will do the rumor mill around town. So we'll be leading you through that. I'll be going through our game spotlight coupled with our final lap, which is going to ask the question of why do they make no more video games that are based on movies? That was like, why does that thing. not happen anymore? And but we'll get into that later. Now it's suddenly not there. Back in the and day, for sure. Basically... There's too many articles and too diverse of topics to be able to explain it in the past. So I think we should just jump into it and let the people know how to, you know, let's do it. Yeah. What better way? Right. So Let's go. 
Lead the way for us, Lilo. Lead the way. All right, so uh, jumping in, uh, one of the few things that uh, most people do know if you have a Switch or if you're a big fan of the series, but Dark Souls is coming out on, on the Switch this summer. Um, there has been videos actually of the gameplay officially for Dark Souls, and it's the remastered edition coming through, you know, coming off of our, our uh, final lap last week. But it's the remastered edition, and you can play 1080p in the dock, or you can play 720p handheld, and it's coming at 30 frames per second. I'm a huge Huge fan of the Dark Souls trilogy, and I think you should pick it up, especially since you can play this on the go. So that's about it. Next, the NBA 2K League has announced partnerships with Dell and Intel, uh, which includes a hardware exclusivity agreement. And as a result, all the games are going to be played on Alienware PCs and these Alienware monitors. And uh, if you were not aware, Alienware is a subsidiary of Dell computers, uh, which is surprising to me. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that. But regardless, uh, it does solve the problem of the fact that the game was played primarily on console, and how are you going to decide whether to play on PlayStation or Xbox? Now you could just use either or a controller. But, uh, you know, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, anyway, it solves the, the technological issue for them. Anyway, next. Alright. Uh, coming up next, this is something we covered in episode 23, but it refers to AMD coming out with FreeSync capability for your Xbox. And what does this mean for gamers? It means smooth gameplay and buttery graphics, and it's just beautiful. You obviously need to have a monitor that's capable of FreeSync, but once you go in, they're uh, trialing it or testing it right now, essentially. And you could go ahead inside the Xbox Insider Hub, follow the instructions for test FreeSync Quest, and then you would check the option to allow variable refresh rate. You plug in your HDMI cable into your FreeSync capable monitor and you should be able to see the difference immediately once you play a free, uh, FPS style game or a racing game, something like that. But that's uh, that's pretty cool. It's in testing. It's coming out and it'll be good for gamers. Speaking Next. of technology, E-League is launching a reality television show uh, where the contestants will compete in the chance to enter the $250,000 Street Fighter Invitational. That has nothing to do with technology, but I did not have a better transition. <laughs> I was like so confused. You got me for a second. I was like, bro, what are you talking was, about? That was know, ridiculous. Like, okay. You know, that, yeah, well, oh, lack of a so better way silly. to put it. Let's go with what's there. Of course, correct later. But regardless, um, Right. League, which is Turner's uh, or Turner Broadcast Esports programming arm, uh, announced it. I think it is a pretty interesting uh, concept. I initially was sort of against it, thought it was going to be a bit stupid, but I, I think if there is a market that has not been touched by reality television yet, it is the gaming industry, and so. Is at least something. It's could be cool. We'll find out. We'll we'll give we'll keep you updated. It may be a, a review, a love hate thing. So I, I'll either come back with pure hatred or not. You'll find out. Anyway, it's probably always. more than likely next. pure hatred. But <laughs> next, uh, we're going to close up next with uh, more talk about a. <laughs> potential. It's not a potential. It's coming out. It, more talk about a battle royale 
game and it's actually coming from paladins paladins champions of the realm it's a free-to-play overwatch style game that we've talked about several times on the show but they have tested or had a closed alpha testing of their realm royale style game so look out for that i mean servers went live they tested it this past weekend and you know a lot of players had bugs and issues but it's just an alpha Everyone hopping on that Battle Royale train makes sense. And this, we'll see how Paladins goes. I mean, I'm going to pick it up because it's going to be free. So we'll see. Uh, Anyway, that about wraps up next. And we're going to get into quick. So my only comment on that is that Paladin is like the knockoff supermarket brand version of Overwatch. Of (laughs) Overwatch? Yeah, I agree. 100%. I totally agree. I'll check it out. But is the game made for Battle Royale now? So whatever. What can you do? On to what to me is probably the most relevant, interesting, important story, which is something we touch on every single like other other week when Grand Theft Auto V is in the news, which is how the fuck is it still in the news? It has been out, like it's been out for five years. How is it yeah. still selling? How is it still relevant? But apparently, there's a reason it's still such a highly bought product it actually happens to be the most valuable piece of entertainment ever whether it's book film album or video game since it's since it's launched gta 5 has made almost six billion (laughs) dollars that number is ridiculous four years six billion dollars that's fucking insane holy uh, shit that's a video game that's a video game that's a video game that's a video game it oh my god really i mean rockstar is genius man rockstar just gets it but to even have that level of success to be able to adapt it into like this open i mean granted majority of that's grand theft auto online purchases because i guess you have to buy the game to get access to grand theft auto online but right microtransactions yeah, and shark it, it includes bucks all the in-game call. purchases etc but like I'm sure that record that record is going to be that's beaten, incredible uh, by Fortnite yeah uh, okay maybe maybe Fortnite if yeah. it doesn't die down before that like that. you know GTA's had a great run over the past four years I was I thought you were going to say like by Star Wars and shit but no singular movie is ever going to touch no. that I think no. at all like Avengers came close with several I, billion I think Infinity I think that's Infinity about it like this is insane a record for sure oh for sure for sure the culmination yeah. of like but all the, the records that like, Black damn, Panther just the culmination of that arc yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear you. Though, piece of entertainment, like the only one that's definitely more valuable mm-hmm. is the Bible. And I'd say that because it's had a 2000 year run that people will be buying that thing. And then you, you got the like Christian, the Catholic Church, Christian Church. I can't even, I don't even know. Bible doesn't get they just make so much money. Uh. <laughs> one version yeah, actually yeah, it gets versions version. there's some versions every couple hundred years some people come out and like I don't like this part of it that's Starcraft cool either way that's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> slow it'll be remastered soon don't worry we'll come out remastered alright uh, that's a pretty amazing and interesting and uh, definitely does not relate to this next topic but we found this interesting I want to let you guys know um, going over to the Overwatch realm Jeff Kaplan recently touched on a topic on Twitter about 
potential role role cues in Overwatch and whether or not he'd be willing to bring it into the like bring it into the game. And so to clarify what role cues are, they are essentially auto-locking you into what you want to play before you match up for a game. So it'd be you have that problem right now where you go into a competitive game and then two people pick DPS, a third person picks DPS, one person picks healer, and then there's no one who picks tank. We just wait. So you have to fill. Well, in League of Legends, there's this uh, mechanism that allows you to auto-lock your role beforehand and then it'll match you with the team so that you have a good team composition for whatever it is you might have. And I think that's the same same premise that they're trying to go with. Um, Jeff Kaplan says he definitely agrees that it could be used and could be necessary but he's afraid of the queue times for certain certain types of people you know the best the best role to pick that most people think of is dps even though it's not true and he's afraid that people who play dps might have a longer queue time because there's too many people whereas healers and tanks will be matched up right away because those guys are team players either way uh it's a very interesting idea and i think it could change a lot for overwatch and you could you know you could know that you're gonna play in a, a dps style hero for competitive and that could be sweet but uh we'll see more of that in the future i don't know how do you feel about that solo do you I know what that do. means i do i do <laughs> i definitely do um i think okay. to a degree okay. that is dps players fucking problem and they should diversify their player pool uh even if there was something like world views because that is a legitimate issue where some people just lock into a player that inevitably hurts Going Hanzo, Go Hanzo. Hanzo means baby, Hanzo, all the time. Like, oh, we, we, it, and it always happens like this. It's like, you have a lineup, you're like, oh shit, can we get a second tank? Can we get a second heal? And then that go person goes Hanzo. The moment you say something, they go Hanzo. Yeah. And you're like, fucking really, man? Yeah. They troll. They troll. <laughs> That's the toxic but environment, baby. That's what we're talking about. Don't toxic environment, gaming, the fucking all that stuff. Can we get this yeah. over with? Okay, I I'm like, I'm get this over with. Up, bro, I know, I was waiting for this. Don't worry. So. So, all right, so in case anyone was wondering, uh, we had a bet, you know, a couple episodes back. I don't remember how many, but Solo so was very upset with himself, and this. he's a little salty. So salt, happy we never put stakes on this. This guy was just like, oh, man, I, I don't think you could ever climb out of bronze. You, uh, hell, you got baby. placed in gold, and it's just easier in gold. Like, don't worry. These guys are so bad. And I was like, yo, I bet you I can climb you out. He's like, oh, okay, all right, fine. Take my account, you get a month, and you have to climb out. You get me to silver, and I won't say shit. Well, I just want to let everyone know, it took me one hour and 56 minutes to climb 234 SR points, bring him from 1300 SR to 1524, some shit like that. I did it in two and a half hours this past weekend just because I had nothing else to do. And uh, I think I'm just trying to say solo. You got some explaining to do, bro. You, yeah, it's not the it's not the Elo, bro. I think it's just it just I, might be the player. I, might be the player. I have the player in the game. When 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 <laughs> when. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm okay. trying to, just, I know, I'm so I know, embarrassed because when, when, when Lou hit me he's like, yo, I did it in two hours. I was like, fucking really, dog? Like, fucking really? <laughs> and yeah, uh, just, just a shout out. I guess we, we can do this plug. I was going to say, like, if you want to know what your stats in Overwatch, you can use this app, third party app called Oversumo. And that's how we were tracking it. And we're so still waiting on those founders to come Sumo. through here on the show, which I said they would in like January, dog. Yeah. Like, what's up? Yep. We're still here. We're powering yep. season two. Hit us up. We're talking. 
we're letting everyone know about your program. It's actually pretty sweet, Caesar stats, but like you can check solo stats for this past weekend and he can see that everybody's like 95th percentile just crushing shit. I was, I was carrying people. I was shit. trying to be a team player. I was crushing shit because it's <laughs> yeah, my account. Yeah, yeah. But right um, oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. You are thank officially you, in silver. You. Congratulations. Um, but now it's I'm on very, you. It's on you too. I'm very, very happy there. I did not get staked on this. That because. I feel like we did. I, feel like we I don't did. know. I, th- I think we, we did. We put we it listen, out to the we listeners listen, and we never go like got Probably something did. back. That's true. That's true. We, ne- we did ask the listeners to help us regardless. out, but that's that was the case. We just wanted to let everyone know. I wanted to let you guys know that I do uh, suck we did at it. Overwatch, I did it. And so it was great. I enjoy Fortnite, which <laughs> I am it's official. relatively <laughs> mediocre. I can get a kill. He can get a kill in. Unlike Overwatch. Unlike Overwatch. Overwatch, Right. I'm forced to heal. (laughs) This. Just getting crushed. Yeah. It's okay, bud. Everyone, you're, you're, you're bad. You're, you're we're going to practice. practice. So we're just going to get that out of the way. Uh, and then, regardless, let's just stay on the topic of let's move, uh, let's of, move on. of Overwatch here and get on to the Overwatch League with Stage 3, as we had mentioned, started up last week with uh, Gregory, the first female player in the league, starting for or playing for the Shanghai Dragons. And... It has, or it seems that our viewership has solved with uh, its lowest initial week viewing at 130k, which, while not terrible, it's obviously not going to match what it did stage one. Stage two was higher than I expected, but that was primarily due to, as we had spoken about at the time, the tie-in of the Twitch people, uh, or the Twitch, Twitch content, yeah. which made it, uh, which made it worthwhile to watch games or i think you were the one who told us that you could just uh watch the end of the match yeah you're able to get it a digital incentive exactly you don't need a time limit you just needed to tune in at the end of the event and you get your uh your rewards or your skins and your cosmetics and whatnot regardless um you know the overwatch league has had a Mm -hmm. set of you know i want to say controversies we can't be on this episode without mentioning you know the Boston Uprising having their own uh, current issues, to put it lightly. Um, and yep. so let's see. Let's see. I mean, the game has become sort of boring to watch. I'm not going to lie. There's just not a lot of ability for unique, you know, approaches or gameplays. I don't know. Maybe it's me. It feels a little bit repetitive at a certain It's degree. the same stuff over and over. It, 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 it does. Uh, some of the teams are like making moves this season around, like this time around, so that's pretty cool. But one thing that hopefully will spice things up has to do with the new introduction of the all-access pass. And I think that is something that we were trying to roll into this. Like, uh, it's really cool. It's all access pass. You can pay 30 bucks and you'll get access to different content that you wouldn't have before. So Twitch and Blizzard Entertainment have extended their Overwatch partnership one step further with the addition of this all access pass. And you get insider content for Twitch or insider content on Overwatch and the Owls, Twitch content and in-game content as well. So here are the full rundown of the features that I'm going to go through real quick. You're going to have the Overwatch League content dubbed Command Center. You're going to have a second screen stream with alternate in-game camera angles, backstage cameras, and player point of views, plus real-time stats. You're going to have behind-the-scene videos, which 
the season is a weekly series called Behind the Screens. You'll have all day AMAs or Ask Me Anythings from you Reddit fans out there with pro players that are held post matches. And all above features will be available from May 15th to promote the all access pass. Um, the Twitch content is going to include 23 global chat emotes, including gold team emotes and character ability emotes, a global chat badge with the owl stream and a subscription icon, an all access pass exclusive Twitch chat room. Not that that really matters because Discord's probably going to crush that. Uh, Add free viewing on Twitch for owl broadcast, as well as the owl themes is going to be multiple skins for heroes we don't know yet but i'm sure they'll be pretty cool coming out soon as well as owl themed spray icons and players it's gonna be available for 30 bucks and i would say no just because eh. remember what we were talking about if you had the ability to follow a certain player yeah. And I don't mean in life, in game, I mean yeah. in game, follow that person's screen and choose, then I would I'd think it's better. I think that's what they're trying to do, alternate in-game camera angles, quote unquote. If that is what I think it is, yeah. then I might do it. If not. Just to show love. But I mean, they're trying to they're modeling off of the NBA insider pass, the I'm NFL um, the NFL NFL game day pass, that kind of stuff. Like you get different content. NFL Network gives you all access to behind the scenes stuff that you wouldn't see. You have to pay extra. That's all it is. That's what we're trying to do for games. I think it's a cool idea. I just don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I wouldn't buy it. I don't it. know if it's worth it right now. I don't know if it's worth it right now. Significant implementations to make the game Changes? feel fresh and to not feel sort of like a, a drudge through, which it feels like at times. It's like, yeah, they're doing the same shit. Each know. day, I don't know. It's up to you. If you have a favorite yeah, player, exactly. Go, Do go for you? It. But anyway, on to topics of more, more fiduciary and financial in nature. Um, we have the South Korean game developers uh, being sued for, or by the FTC, or fined rather. I guess would be even more accurate. Case by the FTC uh, for the implementation of loot boxes. So two of the Largest South Korean game developers, Nexon and Netmarble, received those punishments. They had received additional punishments by South Korea as well, but for the fact that they released a game called uh, Celebrity Count and they were encouraging users to buy loot boxes to collect 16 puzzle pieces in the game, and then it would reward you with special in-game items once you were done. And the problem was, they failed to tell the people that to be able to get those 16 puzzle pieces, the odds of receiving some of those were estimated to be around 0.5%, which the pretty low. That's pretty, pretty low fucking percentage. low. Um, they had, um, which is, look at this, listen to this example. With each individual loot box set at a fixed price of 85 cents, this meant users would at least have to spend a minimum of $13.60 in order to collect the items. But given the low odds to complete the puzzles, many users ended up spending up to $400 in order to complete the puzzle. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. But at the That's same time, job, I'd say. being fined a million dollars by two different governments is like fucking coins in a fucking pool of dollars for these fucking people. Right. It doesn't really matter. matter. It's definitely like what can you do? What cents on hundred dollars. That's for sure. But, it's you know, speaking crazy. of speaking of more suing, I guess would be the 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 byline here. 
some of the mm-hmm. uh, PUBG knockoffs are saying that other companies are copying them. So literally, the uh, PUBG, so basically, go like this: PUBG is suing uh, some of these games that came out of them that were considered clones. Now, some of those clones, which were owned by NetEase, are suing other ones or other game developers for copying their games. Uh, rules of survival and knives out. It's pretty interesting. Um, oh wait, maybe I have this uh, a little bit backwards. I think I, <laughs> yeah, I think I have this. PUBG is PUBG <laughs> yeah. is suing NetEase. Excuse me. Uh, I guess uh, there you go. Yes. I was getting the yeah, clones yeah, on I clones. Like, uh... I, I sort of, I sort of doubled up on a paragraph. I thought I was listening to myself uh, explain something quite different <laughs> but uh it seems that PUBG is sorry i didn't catch that earlier everybody finally uh to get back market share and some of his clothes are suing exactly. other clothes so everyone's and suing everyone is basically the uh borderline uh premise for battle royale games what can you do what can you yep. do um <clears throat> It has a really funny. It's funny because more suing is happening. It's the same, same PUBG is suing NetEase, the company that brought two battle royale style games to your smartphones before PUBG had a chance to bring it out there. The developer, PUBG, or sorry, the developer, yeah, argues that its loot box drops while being cosmetics have no direct impact on gameplay, although they can still affect it indirectly. I kind of, that was a weird intro, but long story short, there is backlash for cosmetic items now in games. And it's funny because most of these Battle Royale games, everyone has an equal footing. That's the whole point of the game and you just have cool cosmetics. But there are certain companies in lawsuits arguing that cosmetic items do offer an unfair advantage because if you think about it, the whole point of the game is to try to kill other people, and if you can't see the other people, how can you kill them? And that only works if everyone has access to the same equipment. However, if you limit cosmetic items to certain people who can only buy loot boxes or you know have to buy loot boxes to get them, you affect gameplay indirectly. And it's crazy because I wanted to bring this up with Solo. We just played Fortnite the other night and we played, you know, <coughs> for anyone who's played the Battle Royale arenas, you can have different times of days coming through you can have nighttime you can have like twilight you can have bright daytime and uh whenever it's twilight or dark and if someone has a dark skin in fortnite it's really difficult to see them inside houses Seriously. and other things like that so we both got shotgunned in the face because this guy was wearing the dark raven cosmetic skin and i couldn't see him at all and i just saw a shotgun Basically. blast and we died and so d- does cosmetics affect game like this like that's my question to you do you think they they do an effect do you think they should change they that do. it brings into brings to light something it very does. interesting. Do people have grounds to sue companies for this? <laughs> is that right? I mean, that's pretty much it. The fact that people pay $20 a skin is so fucking ridiculous to me. Like, like that, that's why I right. would never, ever, ever make a game. Like, other, unless it's a single-player game. If you release a multiplayer game, like, make that shit free and then sell your shit. And, like, that's a, this is a structure that Fortnite's mm-hmm. proving. And, like, people are willing to pay. It's just ridiculous to me. But, um, that actually is going to sort of talk, uh, you know, bleed into what we're talking about next, which is, uh, you know, the fact that I think it's an unfair advantage to a degree because I've we faced it and we felt like an unfair advantage, but it's not like it's a more right. powerful weapon. But at the same time, the stealth element does get a little annoying. I don't, I don't know. I, right. It's tough. It's tough to argue. Is it worth suing? No. But is it something that they should at least? 
focus on fixing some, you know, lighting issues with those costumes in the dark. Right, yeah. right, right. It's something they can address in game so that it doesn't affect it. The fact that it doesn't affect any direct attacking, you know, power, etc., makes right, it a little right, difficult. Right. But again, um, you know, the it is unfair. People, people are willing to pay for it, though. That's the only Which reason why they're exactly not going to change what we're it. Talking you about know? right here, with, again, into Fortnite, is the fact that they're making almost two two million dollars a day on phones, like, and that, <laughs> and, and that's literally just since opening up earlier, like this week, I think, if not last week, you know, this money insane, is it's so stupid, like, stupid. The, so many people just spending so, so much money. There's what so are you doing? much money oh to be God. had in fucking games. It's these kids. These, these fucking kids, kids man. man. Who do you think is buying this shit? It's Timmy, the fucking nine-year-old yeah. with his phone and his parents' credit card loaded in. <laughs> because to be able to download apps, you know, the second you get iPhone now, to be able to get the app, you have to put a credit card. You know? So... Right. What do you think they do? Like, you know. Ugh. Yeah, they're going to spend some money because your credit card's on there. Granted, I put in a credit card, and I probably shouldn't say this, but put a credit card that expired. It's all good. They never know. They never it's know, fine. So, yeah. uh, that way, if I ever try to buy something, it rejects me. And I'm like, yeah, don't spend yeah. money on a fucking app, you idiot. Don't you do it. Don't spend money on a game for more coins or for more hearts never, or for more energy. Never. Don't do it. All I right? thought about don't it. Do it I saw that Raven skin it. myself. And I, I told the, I told Lilo in 1A Trace, I was like, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. And then I was like, but nah. Do I but do nah. it? I'm holding, do I do I'm it? holding firm on that. Yeah. So, fuck Fortnite. They make it way too much though. I'm not confused with that, Yo, uh, coming up, and again, related Stop to this Battle Royale Arena, which we love talking about so much. I can't help it, man. I just tell the people what they want to know. And what Whatever they want to know is, is that there's a asshole. new game by Lawbreaker he Studio. Need, he needs to figure out that article. <laughs> this guy <laughs> gives me articles. It's real, it's real, real shit. It seems like he's got a one-track mind, but refuses to admit it. All right. Uh, so <laughs> this, um, this Lawbreaker Studio, Boss Key... Is coming out. Oh, sorry, I totally effed that up. Let's go back. Lawbreaker Studio is coming out with a 1980s style battle royale. What okay? does that There's mean? Gameplay reveal out. Oh, well, that means for those kids who are playing Fortnite now, who are like 12, 13, and 14, just remember the 1980s was a a real thing, and that was a time that happened, and there was a very distinct style. Oh, These guys are trying to tap into that I could, style. I can fuck with bring that. It back. I can fuck with that. Yep. Dude, you should see the gameplay. It's actually pretty legit. On the uh, on the article itself, they linked an official trailer. And if anyone has ever played Tony Hawk and BMX racing or anything like that, and you've ridden a bike and seen the mechanics like that, you can ride these bikes. You have some weird arcade style. Ooh. That's what they're going for, yeah, like 1980s arcade trailer. type game. Gameplay is pretty sweet. It's gonna be really funny. I think it's it's supposed to be entertaining and fun. Oh, sorry, that's obvious. Any game is supposed to be entertaining and fun. When they're going for a gamified version of a battle royale, in the sense that very stylistically 1980s, centered around arcade games. Yeah, it's smart. It is a uh, end spot. It looks it, cool. It it's good. It, it it does look good. 
but it's just like everyone else battle royales 24 7. everyone let's tap into the battle royale you get a battle royale and you get a battle royale soon assassin's creed is going to come out with a battle royale like you don't even know i could see this getting refined enough to to be a a fortnite competitor this is yeah are you watching it right now is that what's happening <laughs> In yeah, case yeah. anyone's wondering why you're so disappointed, I was watching like, watch a trailer. I'll take a look at trailer. it. And I was listening and I was like, uh, yeah, uh, I can help it, man. It's like, it what are you cool. doing? It's that theme. It's just interesting. Like, it brings us back because we were young enough to have, like, siblings who knew what the 1980s were and our parents were talking about. We had a childhood about it, before still on this TV, year, but, like, no. Yeah, you don't yeah, know. We well, not yeah, really. We That's true. Like, we kind of grew up with it. Dude, we started learning how to type and stuff in that's elementary really school. Yeah, like, that's, that's the interwebs. Regardless, regardless, regardless. That's fine. Uh, speaking of yeah. companies that I love, uh, the ESA, or I guess nonprofit advisory boards, ESA, um, that I hate, is <laughs> okay. joining the lawsuit. Uh, against the FCC for its decision to repeal net neutrality. Uh, That lawsuit is being uh, put forward by a number, I guess I'll just have to I'm not positive, Uh, a number of New York uh, attorney generals or state attorney generals to be more specific uh, to sue for its potential damage to consumers. And the fact that the ESA is joining in now at a sort of late stage is less than surprising to me. It makes sense, one, with the recent sort of, let's say, commotion related to the fact of uh, the current administration stance on violence in video games. And it's... <laughs> you know, okay. And, and it's a touch I, on I see that, where and then to now see that games are moving towards a more services-based uh, revenue models, where it's going to be you stay online, you're getting access to buying shit online. Like, what is going to really kill that and make you want to just play a local, you know, single-player game? Fucking internet cost, you know. Exactly. Paying so. for internet, that's for sure. Throttling my internet. Paying Spectrum, which is a terrible Uh-oh. internet provider, for my internet. Every and just area like has high a speed. Oh, it's a Time Warner cable. Like if you live what somewhere like, yeah, exactly. You live in the city, you know, oh, my matter. internet sucks. You know what Time Warner says? Well, fucking suck for you because you can't get anyone else. That's yeah. by definition. Unregulated, and we'll give you the minimum is, at yeah. a higher price, too. That's what everyone's going to do. You want to access Netflix? Mm-hmm. Pay a little bit more. You want to access HBO Go? Pay a little bit more. Game of Thrones Man, is your favorite show? Suck it. Dick Sorry. Uh, it's just dick damn dick monkeys, man. I don't, know. I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> it's going to be a thing now. Anyway, what nice. can you do? All right. Let's hit on this last topic in quick scope and get out of here. Uh, wanted to bring up something that I think is really cool for games and like League of Legends, in my opinion, it's about League of Legends, is going to start this game mode and sort of bring it to other mediums. I say this because I don't know if other games have already implemented something like this, but this is the first time I've seen it in a MOBA. They've introduced their Clash um, game mode, where it's the in-game tournaments that are able to be played by teams of individuals and teams of friends 
it's pretty cool they just started the beta test with it but the idea is you essentially register a team of five because that's how you play in the mobas team of five with your friends and you all have to have a ticket which is a new in-game item that you have to get that can be purchased with blue essence rp or when completing certain types of tests or quests once you get these tickets and your uh, your team is all registered you'll uh, get seated and you'll be Playing a mini tournament, you can play a one bracket open bracket tournament, a winners tournament, and a champions bracket tournament, which is like two, four, or eight teams. That's pretty much it. And you're playing and competing for in-game items and stuff like that. But it's really, really cool because you and your friends essentially you get matched up. You have a skill ranking based on your aggregate skill, and you get to see who you're matched up against. So you could actually like look at their stats and come up with a strategy with your friends. You're playing. A tournament once everyone's ready you get set up and you go and uh you play through it's a really really cool idea and i think it has big applications for games in general multiplayer games imagine being able to queue up an overwatch because mm -hmm. we got a six stack sometimes and like play in a tournament though like an actual tournament against other people which is usually restricted to lands and special events this is over the internet you can do it whenever you want this is I, a really I, cool I, idea i, I don't totally know. agree it's sort of like that amazon game on thing which allows you to, you know I think yeah, yeah 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 but that's like a you have to pay for that service oh, I, and it's an external saying, service it, it, you have to go there and register the this is like internal create tournament structures for people who may not be at the highest level of competitive but who really love it and want to be it's sort of like a, a recreational like you know basketball league yeah, yeah, it's, really, it's, yeah exactly. it's essentially like an intramural yeah. league yeah yeah that's a good point that's a very good point it's essentially like an intramural league i enjoy playing video games for leisure for fun i enjoy playing volleyball inside soccer whatever the case is you know flag football this is intramurals for video games and there's actually competition because you're driving towards a certain goal like sometimes you get caught in the slog of the grind right like me trying to get you out of fucking bronze was yeah. just essentially a grind what was the end goal getting to bronze but me playing in a tournament with you and us winning together as a team against other people and getting like a cool skin or something like that or a cool icon that's actually pretty cool yeah that's like exactly. it has motivation and it's just fun and i i'm motivated to do something that's that's a cool idea, and I think I would love yeah. if Overwatch did that shit. Overwatch did that shit. You know for sure Dota is going to try to implement something well, like that, or maybe they already have it, and I don't know about it, but... Hey, Tony. Yeah, yeah, PLG. Using yeah, the Amazon yeah, services, we'll give away prizes. and Yo, we'll be hosting PLG. a local game. You could beat Vivo and Solo at two-player games, then you get a prize. <laughs> Let's go with let's go with 2006 FIFA mm, because mm, you know we got seriously. miracle runs in our back pocket. If you can beat us World in 2006 FIFA, FIFA then specific. we'll talk to you. That's, that's true. We get it. Yeah, it's World we, Cup. We put in that's work, true. But, but let's uh, let's wrap up uh, quick scope <laughs> there. Uh, we don't really have you if you if you don't remember if you might, if you do remember. Now we do a little segment here called the rumor mill. There's not too much uh, that we've got. Uh, we do want to leave some backhand time for a nice little hefty discussion about games and movies. But uh, I guess we'll say that uh, there might potentially be a Venom Spider-Man outfit coming out in the new Spider-Man game. Uh, I'm going to be buying a PS4, as I mentioned randomly at a turn last week. Uh, that shit is happening. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> He's doing it, I though. literally am He's going in it. being like, yo, I'm getting rid of my Xbox because... There's nothing that is on the Xbox shit. 
I'm just gonna go buy a PS4 too. Fuck it. I don't wanna get rid of it. I just realized that uh, Halo's coming out. So. <laughs> yeah, you have you have this this feeling, this attachment, this yeah. attachment to the I brand. I don't love it love anymore. It. I, I don't I, love I, it. I have no respect for Microsoft. They've had so much time and such a good such a good All right. All what's right. the last game? Enough. What's the one game on Xbox One that came out that you're like, yo, you have to like? You're rambling. You see what's happening? Tell me you're rambling. Game? We gotta give them the rumor yeah. mill. <laughs> The, the Halo 5 oh, is wonderful. Get, Fortnite, no, no. baby. I'll, get, I'll give you Halo 5. Halo 5. But, uh, let's, uh, let's, 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 uh, let's just end Splinter Cell, which, why hasn't there been another Splinter Cell? Uh, they need to make one because he's apparently popping up in Ghost Recon, and if he's popping up in Ghost Recon, that could just be like, oh, hey, let's see the reception. If the reception's strong, people are loving this spiral. Old school games, man. Let's they, bring they, it back. Old school games. Yep. No. That is true. Yeah, trying to bring back old franchises. I mean, it was a genre that's yeah. yeah. Either way, rumor. We're gonna see if people like it. Let's go with that. Um, all right. That finishes rumor mill, and now we're on to the game spotlight. This is a cool game that I think everyone would like if you have any feelings of attachment towards Nintendo and Pikmin, like I do, on the GameCube. Um, It's called Masters of Anima, and it's coming out later this summer. You play as a plucky protagonist, Otto, who isn't quite a master of Anima, but the idea is that you have superpowers and you're able to summon creatures to help you, and there's not much more to it than that. I've seen some of the gameplay videos. Unfortunately, in this article, they don't have the release date, though they do have the price tag, which is going to be $20, which is interesting. But uh, Masters of Anima is coming out later this summer. You're going to be going around. It's kind of like cel-shaded style graphics. So we talked about Spiral in this last episode uh, last week, and it's sort of similar cel-shading, multitasking RTS as in uh, StarCraft style game where you need to control your individual units and achieve tasks, but you also have special abilities to complete puzzles throughout the maps and you're going from place to place to place and I don't know, it just seems like a lot of fun in the terms of uh, multitasking. If you like games that require you to think and multitask. So, uh, did you check it out? Have you seen it? I have not. But... Okay. We we we, we usually say here here that the game spotlight is reserved for Vivo because... If Overwatch has proved something, it is that while both of us love games, one of us is good at them. <laughs> well, one of us is better put than it the lightly. other, for sure. Uh, uh, but regardless, um, yeah, it looks cool. I mean, when the only parts of it I really saw were the uh, the design elements. Uh, there's something about yeah, exactly. Artistically, it's definitely that's beautiful. That's what draws me from, Gameplay, from like the claymation game, Pixel Drunk Monsters to just. The game solo to a lot of uh, even uh, yep. no reload here. A lot of the games that yeah. we've covered here have been to me as much aesthetically unique as they are. You know, regardless of what they do functionally, it's sort of like what Cuphead did. You know, I feel like a unique aesthetic and concept can mm-hmm. make you really refall in love with an even basic concept like a two D typical shooter. Yeah, it's cool. Yep, it's cool. yep. But, I hear uh, you. You know, on, on, on the uh, trip of nostalgia, let's uh, let, let's take a final lap down memory lane, and ooh, ooh, ooh. getting clever with the phrasing. I see what you did there. Uh, and uh, fall into uh, an interesting question, uh, which is that why do they no longer really make games uh, based on movies, and so. 
as is pretty obvious, there's been, as after comic book movies sort of proved the value of, you know, that world of, I guess, nerdum in terms of box office success, the nerd kingdom, <laughs> the nerd exploded, kingdom exploded, exploded into the pop with culture Marvel sort of mainstream. <laughs> And now we're seeing, you know, video games and esports sort of accompany that in a secondary manner. Like, I don't think that the popularity of comic book movies necessarily translated into the sales of comic books. I think comic book readers are always going to be comic book readers, and they were going to watch movies and love it. But the person who's like, I love the Marvel movies, isn't going to go to a comic book store and necessarily go buy comics. I could be wrong about that. But regardless. Uh, that actually makes us, but that actually sort of relates, yeah, uh, loosely uh, in an analogous way to the fact that you know, games based on movies. We grew up with them, so the hot, the high point of that would probably be like Sega, PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, and Nintendo. You know, Nintendo sixty four, obviously, because there's a, a a particularly interesting title over there as well. Uh, based on a movie. Dude, you um, know what it is. Donkey Kong. We know what it is. Here. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong was based off a movie. movie. <laughs> this is Rampage. Remember, remember when Sean Connery played Donkey him? Kong? Man, Sean Connery is a great Donkey Kong. Oh, my but, goodness. Uh, Super right, great so, DK. Oh. Now, uh, I, I think this is interesting in terms of like... There definitely are not as many movies. When we grew up in the 90s, you definitely had every movie that came out, a video game was attached to it somehow. It started in the early 80s. E.T. was one of the, is the worst rated video game of all time. They pushed it out in six weeks. But it's progressed since then. And Sol and I were wondering, like, why did it just so stop? Like, like, what, what the fuck just happened? For, before but, we even get into that, first we're going to reflect on some of our favorites. So, going backwards, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. I would say that the Disney games that came out on Sega... Uh, and I guess in Super Nintendo, the Aladdins, the Lion Kings, like Jungle Books, like ooh, okay, okay, no, like, I didn't know those, like back the two D like platformers, I guess, to it in essence that use the same art style of, of okay. the movies. Uh, that I guess you could say were games based on movies, uh, and then you move towards like right. PlayStation. I thought I remember specifically concretely going to Blockbuster to rent Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and then playing Hell yes. fucking yeah. Those games, uh, all the Harry Potter games, almost every one of the Harry Potter movies had and a game attached to it. And it was bad. sweet. They weren't bad. They were like, essentially, they mm-hmm. were the Lego games of their times, right? So the Lego games are just supposed to be fun, relatively like... You have no idea what's going on, loosely based on the movie, and you're just enjoying the magical world and the experiences you have. Mm-hmm. That's what Lego does. And Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone did that. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Harry Potter and you said Philosopher's <laughs> Stone. Prisoner of Azkaban, Triwizard Cup. You, call, you, call, they, you go Philosopher's Stone. I did, because... I mean, I was looking at a list before this, okay? And it said philosophers, so it must have been written by someone in the UK. I'm sorry, everybody. We're Americans. Yeah. It's a sorcerer's stone. It, get it right. But it it's did, it chocolate, did not chocolate, so Peter. You're not French. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, what other games? What other games are you thinking? Yo, you, you're talking, you're yeah, talking double seven before, obviously. Sean Connery, double Gold seven, Goldeneye, Gold uh, What else is there to say uh, except for Goldeneye was that game is legit. fucking awful in retrospect. Um... 
What do you mean it's the timeout? Let's just controller fights. wise. That was just one controller of the wise. best first person shooter. I know, I, exactly. I mean, this, like, you didn't like the, yeah, exactly. the three prong you know, attack, like the, the three prong the movement. I was looking at it. I was like, how do uh, you hey, do this? Everyone got used to it. Don't tell me you weren't a fucking master that. Oh, absolutely. Had, but it's like their, it's like waking up at like six o'clock, like we used to do for like you know middle school. Now I look back on it, like how the fuck did we manage to wake up every day like that at six o'clock, be ready for waiting outside for a bus? I wouldn't do that shit. But I guess people still do it in the real world, so who am I that? <laughs> I guess I'd, I'm lucky lucky yep. in that sense. It's just... But, uh, move, move past it. Do you, uh, do you ever yes, play Lord I did. of the Rings games? I was Lord just of Rings, the Two Towers. Lord two of the Rings, Return of the like King. The game I remember. So, so, That's what so, started it. That's I for have sure. very specific memories of playing that. And I remember the Return of the King, but not as much. I remember a lot of the offshoot games. Those two were... Mm-hmm. Return of the King was so much better. It was essentially, if you don't know what we're talking about, games came out on GameCube and they were hack and slashes. And like you literally, it was like Dynasty Warriors or a game yeah. like that where you just, you progressed, you leveled up, you got some sweet ass powers and you just murdered so many millions of orcs everywhere. Orcs and trolls. They were just getting slayed by you. Legolas had a shot that could shoot like 15 arrows at once at everybody, or at least it might've been three at all. Oh. Like that's it. But as a kid, I felt like it's it was 15 because awesome. you could just crush uh, people. I really like it. I would love for that. So many like, fun abilities. Sports and then like, <laughs> it's like we were talking. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. Remaster all these fucking like those games and then remastering them. So those Spider-Man Two, which Spider-Man Two is one of the best games of all time, and awesome. for the fact that it's based on a awesome. movie. Uh, and it's like free world that was like the one of the first it's like gta back in the day one of the first free world games where you could just go around and you could like go vertically as well as yeah, like yeah. laterally horizontally it was just so sweet spider-man 2 oh man and nothing nothing else? that really, that stands really stands out personally? to me other than those couple of games because um those are directly related I, I, to movies like there are definitely games based on movies I, series, I but I, I think we're talking you know, about like Right, right. So if you think of like Star Wars, Star Wars, they came out with so many different games. But no, none like of them there were was based a, on like, movie, I remember playing right? a Phantom Menace game. I remember playing Attack of the Clones game. I don't remember playing do. a Revenge of the Sith oh, shit, game. I don't, I don't remember playing uh, any of the other really games. There was like actual direct movie to game for those two. I don't remember about the third right. one, but um, I am curious okay. what happened. What to be f- because we're in a time period now where. You have, like, you remember Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, it's on like, your phone. Though. Do you remember Ultimate Alliance oh, 2? No, it was like wait, the, was the, it, the was one on Xbox? Xbox. Like, yeah, it was on that Xbox. game okay, was okay, fucking okay, yeah, incredibly fun. Why don't they make that for Xbox One? <laughs> like, why don't they? Because they make it for mobile, man. It's on mobile. There's things like that. Like, the thing Marvel is, like, Alliance there's or no Force. Marvel, Marvel Force, has zero like foothold in consoles and that's wild to me because i'm like you i why you would play a doctor strange game you'd play you know so on so forth i totally agree but would they need no to? but they're they they're it? they're a fucking monopoly man it's another revenue stream why wouldn't they <laughs> At what what does it what does it cost them to, uh, to add another like octopus arm you know I, I I'm just I'm thinking if you're thinking monetarily and financially and like in a business sense they literally don't need it Marvel in this case it's easy to push out not easy but you have the biggest market on mobile games that's why they I think they're focusing on mobile games and that's that's where 
I was thinking like they still do make movie games, but they always just come out on your phone. And Sol and I, you, you and I are specifically talking about games that should come out well, on console. You know, At least well, we want to come out one on of console. The things, I totally agree with you. But well, I've had a Wired need it. article. They don't need the money. Of years back, and it was like a 2011 article, and it had mentioned one interesting point, which I had thought of as well. Went sort of off the bat. If you look at it in a sort of a, a business transaction model, which is to get a deal with a movie studio for the rights to what they're making, you're going to have to pay a fee. And so that fee is either going that fee is going to come out of the game development budget at the end of the day because they're okay. going to be like, we need this off the bat for you to be able to use this. So even though it was in their advantage, I think at the end of the day, it was the studios who were going to them and being like, Yo, we want to make this game based off your property, not so much the developer, not so much the studios being like, hey, we want video games made about our product because, you know, video games since until the last like six months have not been the most, uh, you know, thoroughly mainstream sort of accepted pastime. Till the last six in months. Mainstream, in mainstream, in mainstream. I mean, you see, like, time, on, you know, Good Morning America, like, Rick Fox, the owner of Echo Fox, was on, you know, CNN. Like, okay. Hey, 2013, I remember those articles about oh, fucking GTA oh, 5. Absolutely. Like, that that's because they're gamers. Like, in terms of cracking the mainstream, like, like... It's like hit and miss. Cracking the yeah, mainstream like is cracked. Like, to me, it's like, you know, when we had mentioned the, uh, it was weeks back, the Dr. Disrespect article in... Rolling Stone is like to see come out into the real world that's small price compared to what Ninja's doing like at this point in terms of like not right. like oh we know him because we understand or we're in, in have a certain amount of information about this space but because everyone does you know because now it's general knowledge you know not so you think do you think that it because it's more mainstream now is, is your point, I think. Because it's more mainstream, are we going to see any more console versions of movies that are coming no, out? No, because or the not. fact is that movies are sort of churned out so quickly that I can't imagine, like, games come out. So, like, if you think about it, like, the games based on movies peaked when? Sort of PS2 and 64 era. Like, you saw sort of offshoot PS3, but... I'm not really seeing anything come out for PS4, Xbox One, you know? And I feel like that happened because the cost of development and the willingness of the consumer to actually buy your product sort of diverged so much that, you know, at this point, oh, we don't want to do single-player games because we can't make money. We'd rather just do some, like, you know, look at Fortnite. They're making so much money. we got to figure out something like that or, you know, whatever the case is. So, right, right, right. You... I th- think you make more money with original enterprises for sure. And one of the co- couple articles that we were looking at f- about this topic, I think, brought us some good points that we haven't mentioned yet. But if you think about it, making a video game takes time, takes work, and movies, like Solo just said, are turned out so quickly, it's hard to push game developers that fast. Half the time, you have a script written out and you have um, casting being done and all that stuff. But a Director doesn't know how it's going to visually look until a year before the movie's actually released, right? They film for a year, they they produce for six months, they film for a year, and then a video yeah, game will like only have that year while it's being filmed like to make, make the, a game you off you of it. This. Exactly. Try to impossible. throw something together. It's and impossible. Like, it's like impossible, which is why... But there's situations where you could. So like, you know, 
I think it's in Disney's interest to get Star Wars games out. Because I feel like if they're willing to go into an expanded world, they should allow video games to be made based on these properties. And I mean, I think eventually like the they're definitely going to do that, EA for sure. They fucked it up so hard that, like... I mean, yeah, I mean, they're already making games like that. And the same thing could be said about Square Enix, Disney and Kingdom Hearts. Those type of games are loosely based off movies because you can play in those worlds. You can play in Simba's world. You have Donald and Goofy. That that, that, that to me is you and your stretch goddamn arguments. You're in those worlds. You're in those worlds. Dude, this was an article you gave us. You could have read it. It's but the I same idea. With those are one of the games I that said, links I, I, movie I, I collect articles that I both agree and disagree with. <laughs> this is one <laughs> this I disagree one you with. Disagree with? But Either way, the idea is you have an original story, and I think you can do that based on an environment, and that's based on a movie property, IP, movie, something it, like it, that. Like, it takes out when, but, like, and one of those articles mentioned it pretty perfectly. Like, we played in an era when there was no, like, A-plus game. So you're like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, you know, when I saw Spider-Man 4 trailer drop, I was like, wow. Yeah, I, we never had that. Like, Sega couldn't put out something. We were like, whoa, my mind's blown. Like, PlayStation 1, like, there was still a limitation to the graphics and the experience of playing, looking back at and seeing it through the, 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 the comparative shots that they keep doing with Spiral, which I think is pretty genius to be like, look at how it was and look at how it is now. And so it sort of wraps you up in the nostalgia factor and the sort of futuristic factor to be like, well, shit, I've said it a hundred times. And I found out it's coming out on Xbox, which is pretty cool. So, uh, good for, good for, good. I'm saying good, for, good for Xbox. Xbox they right? finally oh. got a title that will sell on their console. Um, Hopefully they can get Ratchet yeah. and Clank, which they never will. So, Every now and then. Uh, yeah, come in. If Insomniac is probably my favorite game developer, if they manage. If Spider-Man 4 is, or is Spider-Man for PS4. But regardless, um, I just think I think that it's going to be, for sure. Their it's shitty graphics and the, and the ability, not even the turnover rate or the, the design elements, etc. I just think that what consumers were willing to put their time and money into has increased far outside of what someone's like no one's willing to buy like uh, if you saw like if you saw like a shitty the, game the game based on the movie you'd be like mm, that's just like you know that's just a tie-in sort of product i'm not really fucking with that like you're not going to really believe that they went out and did like if they release like oh they're doing a batman movie but separately they're doing a really cool batman game you'd be like oh cool i like the movie i would buy the game because you know i like the two properties but if you said oh the game the movie, and you'd be like, oh, shit, fuck it. I don't want to buy that. That's not worth it. Right, I already saw the movie. I don't know. It it goes both ways. It depends on the property. I think we've digressed we've very far digressed from, very the far from the main point. Why do they that's not the point make, of the final act. <laughs> why do they not make games based on movies? That's true. We're just uh, we're pretty much giving you our thoughts. We are doing, we're doing a, a mind, mind dump. dump and letting everyone listen. Sometimes and sometimes we get a good one wipe one, and other times our mind dump <laughs> takes a couple of pushes like and this, a couple of where we just go uh, oh, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> All right, to wrap it all up, concisely, I think it's too hard for game developers to make something off a movie because movies come out too fast. Uh, you don't, Gamers are essentially entitled to very good graphics and games that are well thought out and unique, and so they don't want to pay for a shitty movie game to come out, so that's another thing. Then the third thing would just be, uh, in terms of, like, it depends on how you base 
games on movies. If you're talking a direct adaptation of a movie into a game, then yes, those are never going to happen. But if you're talking about something like the Spider-Man game coming out for PS4, you're still using the move, the movie guy, the is guy that, that came out in comics and went to movies and everyone loves, no, no, okay. and you're selling it. No, good. no, it's not going to be um, Tom Holland's voice. But uh, I think anyway. I think we're going to start doing that. Where at the end of our rambling, we will end up doing a summation. We yeah, Lilo is going to be in charge of the concisely <laughs> yeah, summating concisely what we just spoke about. Uh, oh, and uh, you know, stay tuned for Friday's Lilo special. Enjoy your week. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, this has been a hilariously hilarious episode. And regardless. <laughs> Appreciate you listening, and we'll, exactly, we'll get back to you on Friday. Exactly. Right? We, will, we will. We will. And it shall be great. Later. Later.